0: Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, the podcast with Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project, the podcast that talks about women's health. Hello, and welcome to the Lost in Menstruation podcast. We're doing a series this month and uh, the series is going to be all about endometriosis um, as we are coming up to endometriosis month and endometriosis week in March. So I thought it'd be quite fitting. And to start it off, I thought I would talk about my story and how the Well Woman Project came about um, because I get asked about this a lot. So I figured this was a good place to start. Um, Now, It took 10 years for me to get my diagnosis, uh, which is pretty average, sadly, um, for women with endo. And uh, I went through the houses and had a few, um, well, I think back now fairly funny tales, but um, at the time, not quite so much. So the first thing that uh, happened to me was uh, I passed out when I was out with Mark and we were in a pub in Clapham and uh, I went to the toilet all of a sudden felt very ill And the nurse inside me was like, oh my God, if I pass out in this bathroom, no one's going to be able to find me. So I managed to unlock the door before I slid down the wall and sort of flopped out through the door and said to the lady who looked fairly horrified at me, "Uh, would you be able to go and tell the blonde man that I'm not very well? So it didn't really narrow it down, but she did manage to uh, to do that thankfully um, and I was awoken on the floor in the bathroom of the pub in Clapham with a large group of general public around me. Um, as a nurse this is fairly scary for many reasons because a lot of people feel that they're going to be the hero and as much as I was appreciative of people looking after me I really didn't enjoy it the lady who kept slapping me around the face um, because I was kind of in and out of consciousness a little bit and it really fucking hurt Uh, and also being told that it was my appendix when it was totally the wrong side so I was also having a slight panic that uh, I was going to be left with these people kind of misdiagnosing me um, and that I would never make it to hospital. However I did get into A&E and used a whole canister of gas and air for my trip in, Um, was given a whole cocktail of drugs, and Mark and I basically sealed the deal of our relationship when he had to help me try and pee in a very small tube in the toilet, Um, I think it was probably one of our relationship highs, and... um, Yeah, then I was uh, actually misdiagnosed for 10 years by the medical team, uh, believing that I had actually um, kidney stones rather than any kind of gynecological problem. Um, And I was kind of in and out of the doctors for sure during that 10 years, and uh, I had many flare ups of this like excruciating pain. and eventually, I passed out again at home. Uh, this time, I was on my own and fainted off the toilet with uh, yeah, my pants round my ankles and um, was brought to lovingly by Indy licking my face, um, which was a lot less scary than uh, a group of the general public, I won't mind saying. Um, and I uh, yeah, was... Very very painful again, and had to uh, ring my beloved Mark and say, "Can you come home, please? Not feeling all that well." Uh, and into hospital I went. Uh, this time around, I was given um, a scan, a proper scan, and um, uh, they found that I had a gynagorous cyst on my ovary, which had been there the whole time. Um, and this uh, cyst, which I um, named Persephone, um, I feel like you have to give these things a name, it helps kind of keep it real somehow, and, uh, yeah, so Persephone and I were then booked in, uh, for surgery, um, and she was removed, um, I had a little bit of an argument with my uh, consultant about whether the ovary was going to be taken with Persephone, but I uh, categorically stated that wouldn't be the case unless it was absolutely necessary. Um, so my ovary stayed, uh, although there was quite, a, uh, quite some time I wasn't sure whether they'd taken it out or not. But, uh, yeah, the cyst led to my diagnosis of endometriosis. My lost ovary led to my diagnosis of adenoimosis. Um, and I also found I had some uh, fibroids lurking about me womb as well. I mean, seriously, there was so much junk in there. It's slightly ridiculous. Um Anyway, so that was that's my kind of story in a nutshell, uh, which isn't very uncommon um as I have learned speaking to many women um about this condition and uh I look back on it now with kind of slight disbelief um but also just the ch- the train of uh of circumstances which led from one thing to another um was kind of a weird serendipity really and I would be kind of lost with one without the other. So while all of this was going on, I had started to take matters into my own hands and look up alternatives and ways in which I could help myself uh, and was opened up to like a whole new world of information and books and resources that I never knew existed. and was pretty annoyed that I'd got to my 30s and, and didn't know this stuff about myself uh, and saw this glaring hole in our sex education and, um, you know, talks about our bodies and our hormones and stuff. And, um, But I will park that for another podcast because uh, that is a whole other kettle of fish right there. But um, it was fascinating learning about myself and um, getting a better understanding. And I was horrified, actually, about the lack of education that women have about their bodies, the lack of education that medical people have about women's bodies. I was told things like, well, you know, I don't really know much about women's health by my GP. I'm like, well, surely 50% of the people that walk in through your door are women. um, And that kind of treatment just that's not really tolerated um not in my view anyway so he was called out on that anyway um during this process I started to implement changes um which I will go into as we go along with these uh with this series but um I started to look at my diet um my lifestyle uh products my sanitary products all these kind of things and started to uh, slowly change bits and bobs. And found that I was having um, positive like reactions in my body. And it started to change things with my periods. And um, it, it vastly improved a lot of stuff. So I'd started to do this prior to my surgery. And, and then continued in earnest afterwards. Um, simply because I had... Uh, the rock and a hard place kind of decision to make that either I was to be on hormones for the rest of my life, um, which is what my consultant wanted to happen, um, or I was given the opportunity to have a hysterectomy. Now, um, I can't be on synthetic hormones because my body just does not like them at all. Uh, they leave me feeling very, very shitty now. And... Um, having a hysterectomy doesn't help with endometriosis because the endometriosis is adhesions and stuff that grow outside of your uterus so having those two or having that offered to me was you know about as helpful as a chocolate teapot and I felt secure enough in my knowledge and my Understanding of what was going on in my body to say no to both of those and go it a more holistic approach, um, and so that is kind of how well not kind of that is exactly how uh, the Well Woman Project came about. Um, simply because I wanted to offer women like me, uh, but not just for endometriosis. Um, sufferers but you know women with a whole heap of problems that are going on for them around their cycling period Uh, I wanted them to have a place in which I could help them be heard understand their choices and offer help um, in a more natural way to allow them to be in control of their periods Um, which is a really Wonderful thing! I love uh, where I'm at with my work, and you know, it's it's really, really wonderful to pass these skills and knowledge on to women. Um, and like I said earlier, sadly, it's my story isn't an uncommon story, um, and. It was really, as a as an ex nurse, it was really interesting to be on the other end of the um, patient scale, if you like. So instead of looking after people, I was the one being looked after, and I felt that there were like massive gaps in um, care and follow up and knowledge. Um, and that's not to say that the NHS is terrible because they're not. They were wonderful and I'm really lucky they were able to scoop me up off the floor in Clapham and I was able to get there again uh, later on when I needed to. Um, but it did raise concerns for me about the level of, of care and the level of choice that women are given, um, certainly around gynae problems. That don't extend past taking hormones, really, or having bits cut out. Um, and it was really important for me to keep everything because um, your, you know, your body parts, your uterus, your ovaries, all of that stuff—they actually do a lot more than just release eggs and carry babies. Um, and you know, that is an, having children is a wonderful thing, and I'm not discrediting anyone for that at all. But I think we so heavily see that as the only thing that a uterus does. And she does so, so much more than that. Um, You know, she secretes hormones, our ovaries do as well. Um, And just the, the nature of our periods and the whole process of it is really, really important to our health. So, yeah, not honouring that and, and just having that taken away would definitely opened me up to possibly more problems than um, it would solve so for me it was a no-brainer to um, to say no thanks but no thanks um, and I really feel very honoured um, to be able to be in that special place to also help women come up with their conclusions of what they want to do with their health so uh, it's never my way or the highway um, but it's certainly you know opening up the conversation and opening up the floor to have informed choice and when I nursed that was all I ever wanted was uh, patients to have informed choice so that they know you know all the ifs buts and maybes and then they can create the right decision for them which is kind of key for anything that you do in life so Here we are now um, and I have successfully put my um, endo into remission. Um, I'm completely symptom free and um, it's been a bumpy road, I won't lie. The holistic route is like doing the cha-cha. There are a few steps forward and then several back and then a few sideways Um, and it's been it's just been so interesting to learn about myself and I have a much deeper knowledge and respect for my body um than I ever have done and uh it's these kind of things that I really wish were instilled in young women um so that they you know understood the importance of their body and understood the importance of what their period is telling them um and that's a key message for me is this awful, awful lie that we have been sold to that periods are meant to be awful. And they're not, they are not meant to hurt. Of course, we're going to feel things, um, you know, but they aren't meant to be for us to be reaching to the drug cabinet. They aren't meant to be, you know enabling us to do it you know function properly every week of the of the month um or more for some women and um this uh this lie this periods are meant to be painful it's just you know it's just the way it is we just got to suck it up and go with it um has been the biggest undoing in my opinion uh for for people to um understand the plight of women who have conditions like endometriosis, adenomyosis, PCOS, and things like that, because they are pretty horrific. And, um, you know, there's so much other baggage that comes with it. Uh, so yeah, that's one of my big missions is to get the conversation about periods and hormones and cycles and all of that gubbins up and out there. Um, and yeah, that's why I decided to to do this series about endo and hopefully you know, raise awareness, because not many people know about it. Certainly in my circle now, um, people are a lot more aware, uh, and I've met loads of people along the way who are like, oh yeah, I have that too. Um, and it, you know, I'm just like, well, I never knew that about you. So, um, yeah, it's, it's being, gobby enough to open the conversation and um, allow people to, you know, the freedom to talk and, and share their experience and stuff is is really interesting and also really important to me. So yeah, the Well Woman Project is something very, very close to my heart. Um, and like I say, I'm just so grateful that um, I kind of the circumstances came about that it is now in fruition um and I guess in a weird way that is because of having endo and adno and all the rest of it um but yeah I wanted to share a little bit about my story um and I hope that it's made you laugh I certainly I certainly enjoy um telling it and I've worked into uh, into my comedy and stuff about um yeah coming up to the coming up with general public uh I, i never want to be that close to people ever again um and i don't know what happens when you go into hospital like seriously your clothes just get whisked off you and um you are in that backless gown quicker than you can say i'll have some more morphine please um it really is quite the phenomenon but uh yeah I hope that's been interesting and, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to sharing more information about endo and the myths and, um, also the truths around the disease. Uh, and you know, some nice quick wins and things that you can put into practice, um, for yourself, uh, that will, will help if you do have the condition. Um, you know, there's some things that I will be sharing with you that can help um, tone down the symptoms and stuff. So, yeah, um, enjoy. I really, really hope um, you have as much interest and fun listening to it as I have to make it. All right, my loves, I will see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please come and find me on the socials. Facebook page The Well Woman Project, Instagram Well Woman Project, and my website thewellwomanproject.com.